Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. First off, we would like to thank W.J. Pierce for creating and performing that wonderful piece of music you just heard. That was also his voice, the guy that said, Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. That was W.J. Pierce, too. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Thorn and Cross, Haunted Nights Live. We're your hosts, Alistair Cross, and I'm here with my co-host, Tamara Thorne. Say hi, Tamara. Hello, nurse. No, Tamara. Uh, <laughs> Alistair. Marie. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, tonight, we are having a very special guest, someone that we enjoy having on very, very much. She's back for the second time. And before we introduce her, let me tell you a little bit about who she is, what she does, what she's achieved. This is a very busy woman, people. Marie Lavender is the best-selling multi-genre author of Upon Your Return and 21 other books. Her many awards and accomplishments include the March 2016 Empress of the Universe title, winner of the Broken Heart themed contest and the I Love You themed contest on Poetry Universe. Her novel Second Chance Heart and A Little Magic were placed in the top 10 on the 2015 P&E Readers Poll, and she was nominated for the TRR Choice Awards for winter of 2015. Uh, she was also the poetry winner of the 2015 PNP Authors Contest, and also in 2015, she received the Versatile Blogger Award. Marie lives in the Midwest with her family and three cats. She's been writing for over 25 years. She has more works in progress than she can count on two hands, and since 2010, Marie has published 22 books in genres of historical romance, contemporary romance, romantic suspense, paranormal romance, fantasy, science fiction, mystery, thriller, dramatic fiction, <laughs> literary fiction, and poetry. She has also contributed to several multi-author anthologies. Uh, her current series are the Eris and Love series, the Magic series, and the Blood at First Sight series, and the Code of Endivar series. That is a lot. She's a very busy woman, so uh, we oh. appreciate her taking time now to be on our show. So without further ado, please welcome Marie Lavender. Welcome to the show, Marie. Yeah. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So uh, I guess the first question. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> I guess the first question I have to ask you is, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show, and you've got 22 books, plus you've got a backlog of material. How do you do all this writing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, personally, I'm very impressed with you guys. You know, I follow <laughs> your Facebook, you know, posts, and you're always talking Aww. about, you know, <laughs> your progress. You know, we never stop, but you're faster than things, us. So I know. We're I'm impressed with you guys. <laughs> um, but I guess, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I don't like deadlines. You know, but I do give mm-hmm. myself personal deadlines. Right. Um, so <laughs> I would say that, you know, when I'm really focused on a project, you know, I just try to work on it every day as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I go right. from there. So, <laughs> I mean, even if it's just, wow. you know, if it's not writing, then maybe it's just, you know, um, research or something instead but uh you know I, right. I do try to focus as much as i can so right right wow. so would you say that you are a really disciplined person like do you set do you set hours to, to sit down and do this or is it just something you do as you can i do it as i can um i can't say i'm a full-time writer but i do um i do try to set aside some time in the day and and you know of course there are some days where you're just not going to get anything done you know because you right. have yeah. too, too many other things to do yeah. but uh <laughs> i mean life gets in the way but yeah. uh yeah um i do i guess i tend to either do afternoons or evenings mm-hmm. um i i do, I do tend to um I guess the muse likes to visit me before I go to sleep at night. 
I mean, <laughs> otherwise, like, I can't go to sleep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just won't leave me alone. <laughs> it happens. It does. And it is, yeah, it's always, it it's always either, either right when you're, you know, going to bed or in the shower, it, it likes to start talking in the shower. I've noticed. Yeah, too. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you can't write it down. Shower, and I'm like, oh, I've got to write that down as soon as I get out of here, you know? <laughs> Exactly. I need some way to dictate it while I'm in the shower, but I don't have that. Yeah, that would be good. I don't remember anything if I don't write it down instantly. It just flies away. I know. You ever I have know. that trouble? Yeah. I, I know. I do have to write it down automatically. I try to keep wow. paper on hand, you know, or something on hand. But yeah. It just gets soggy in the shower. It does. You can write in the um, steam. <laughs> right on the steam well, on the shower you, going. <laughs> have you written since you were a kid? What, I have, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. as, you know, as soon as I could form a, I would say, a legible sentence, um, mm-hmm. I was pretty much writing uh, stories. Um, beforehand, they were kind of in my head, and I don't think I really thought about what it meant, you know? Um, uh-huh. Right. I think it was just more, you know, I was one of those girly girls, so I'd kind of act everything out with my dolls, which I guess is kind of silly. But, you know, before that, I I mean, I didn't, I wasn't able to write anything down, you know. So uh, when I was able to, it was it was a lot better, you know, so I could just get those, those ideas out of my head and, you know, move on to the next one or whatever, so... <laughs> So when you, uh, I'm guessing there's so many, um, there are so many genres that you write in, which I find completely fascinating. And I want to talk about uh, that as well. But um, I'm curious, I I imagine you must, do you read all across the board? Um, You know, you'd think I, I would, I just don't have a lot of time these days to do that. But I I do try to, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've had I've had a lot of donations where people would say, I want to thank you for helping me. So they, they'd like Aww. mail me something, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. I do try to get through that list. And then, you know, I buy my own stuff, you know, right. and like you guys, I'm <laughs> yeah. kind of obsessed with the paranormal. So I buy, yeah, I buy yeah. a lot of paranormal yeah. books. Um, yeah. well, I know you guys yeah, don't know that. Too. <laughs> yeah, there, well, you know. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh no. I was just say, paranormal is a better word for it. We get gross, but but we're more into paranormal than than violence, you know. Than horror yeah. itself, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I know. True. I have to say, um, like slasher movies don't really do it mm. for me, you know. I won't yeah. watch and them. Then, no, they yeah, gross they me do. out. <laughs> My they my fiance is really into horror movies, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Some of them kind of, uh, I don't. I'm not into it, you know. But if it's yeah, interesting and it's like a psychological thriller, maybe or mm-hmm. something. Um, yeah. you know, if there's a little bit more going on that's mysterious, sure. But yeah, right. you like right. you like haunted house movies, ghost stories. That's, that's yeah, well, favorite. definitely ghost stories are interesting. I, th- I think those are very psychological, and they can get into your head, mm-hmm. of, you know, a lot. Oh, but yeah. It was sort of that's... like, you know, the series Supernatural? I liked yeah. the uh-huh. first season, but once mm-hmm. it got to, like, the fifth or sixth, it seemed like the same thing over and over again. It was like angels and demons, yeah. angels and demons, yeah. constantly. And, but the... Va- you remember that very first season was yes. so interesting because it had it pretty much anything you could think of, you know, and mm-hmm. yep. there was this ghost episode that was awesome. <laughs> I thought it was really great, but it's like a Victorian uh-huh. family or something. It was really strange, but oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, I agree that yeah. it started out, it started out because see, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't care for like slasher. That's not really my thing. And yeah. when you say horror, no. people kind of go think kind of assume that's what it is, but it's not, but, that being said, no. I do I do like dark, and I think that Supernatural right. really started out pretty dark. It was mm-hmm. scary, uh, actually, yeah, it was and, and then it got Compared really kind of silly. Of stuff was dark. Yeah, and then it got kind of silly, it and I, I actually ended up losing interest in it too. Actually, the point I where I lost interest in Supernatural, the, 
point where I lost interest in Supernatural, actually, was when <laughs> I'm like, you can't do anything to these people. They die and they go to hell and they come back and they're fine. There's no risk. I know, right? Yeah. There's no risk. <laughs> Every other season. So no. Like Even though which one. Season, I stopped watching yeah. that, but... I know. I'm, I'm like, like I'm like, there's there's no you guys what? in the series. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell is you know, the risk here? The first, <laughs> yeah, the, the first season, it had, you know, the ghost, the Jersey Devil, Skinwalker. I know. Touch on everything. Cold. Kind of like the standalone X-Files did. Right. You know, and when they weren't. You no, know, it's it, like Grimm. Oh, I love that stuff. I, do you guys, do you ever yeah. guys will watch Grimm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it finally came to Netflix, so I'm starting to watch it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah. it was really good. And then it's like yeah. they tried to end it this year, and I think, to me, it felt like they were rushing to end it, you know? Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Oh, they probably had enough. They're like, we have had enough. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if you can't yeah, even die, what's the, what's the point of, it's like, you know, how do you how do you stress out over characters who, even if they die, they'll be back, they'll be fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, with Grim, my yeah. fiancé and I, we, you know, we debate about um, shows that we follow, but we're like, what's the deal with Portland? You know, why is it in Portland? Yeah. <laughs> why is everything in Portland? <laughs> Portland, yeah. Maine, Portland, Washington, wait, Oregon, yeah. Which yep, Portland, Portland is it in? Yeah, oh, Portland, okay. Oregon. But I don't. Oh. I mean, I don't get what the focus. You know, why did everything happen to happen or have to happen in Portland? Right. <laughs> Didn't, Stephen King used, mentions it a lot. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe. But also, kind of a, yeah, the kind West of Coast, they film thing. around Vancouver, and that's north of there, so that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the paranormal, um, you have two books uh, that are on their way out that will be here soon. Um, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about each of them, and we'll do a, a reading from each of them as well. So... Why don't we start with Awakening? Uh, this one, uh, I love the cover on this. I, I know I said that before the show, but I mean it. I love this cover. It's, it's fantastic. I actually designed the cover. You did? It's fantastic. Oh, nice. Yeah. You did. Good it's, job. it's great. Uh-huh. I love that cover. I do. So where did this uh, idea come from for Awakening? Well, why don't we actually first tell us what it's about, and then we'll talk about the, oh, the mechanics okay. of it. Okay. So Awakening um, is a paranormal romantic thriller. Um, It's a collection of two stories, well, two novellas. And um, so the first one is sort of a a paranormal um, romantic mystery as well. So it has a very... um, Well, the character, the main character is actually a spirit. So she wakes up and, you know, realizes she's dead. <laughs> and she has to kind of, like, piece, you put all the pieces together. And um, she knows who killed her, but she has to try to figure out who or how to get revenge or how to, you know, bring this guy to justice. So um, that's pretty much the story. Um and then in the second one, uh, Tear in the Night, there's two, well, there's, like I said, there's two tales. One was In This Place Life, and then the second one's A Tear in the Night, and those are a part of Awakening. Um, nice. Tear in the Night is is sort of a paranormal romance with, with some definite suspense thriller angles. Um it's about this woman who she's had this recurring nightmare for years and then she meets another person and realizes he's having the same nightmare and they're kind of interconnected and um they kind of realize that something else is going on you know it's not just you know a nightmare there's something more to it so um and so there's this very uh, dark entity that is after them and everything. So nice. Nice. <laughs> so, so what yeah. made you decide to do? Um, so it's a collection of two novellas. Did you just do that mm-hmm. just to? Uh, I mean, what was your reasons um, for that? Well, they're actually from my backlist. So, okay. um, I had. Like I told Alistair that uh, before the show started, that I was working on 
bringing all the works from my backlist into, um, you know, under the Marie Lavender name. So um, those two works were from my backlist. And so I'm in a sense, I've fully revised them and I'm re-releasing them as Awakening. So um, as for how I got the idea, the first story... Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it just came to me. Like, what would, what would it be like to be in the perspective of a spirit, you know, who, you know, wakes up in this world and doesn't know how to deal with it, you know? So, and then in the other one, yeah. um, I think, I think it was more of a, I was trying to enact some nightmares that I'd had, you know, uh-huh. and kind of bring them into reality in, in a sense, or at least in, into a fictional tale. But, um, yeah, so. And then as far as the cover, the cover actually has some elements. Um, you, you've seen the forest in the background. Um, yeah. that's That's like kind of, it's in both stories, so. It's fantastic. I love it. Seriously. Oh, yeah. That's great. So um, uh, why don't we, we're going to have Tamara do a a reading from Awakening, and then uh, we Mm -hmm. can talk about uh, the other one, and you'll do a reading from that. So, Tamara, are you prepared? Uh, Well, sort of. This is (laughs) a paranormal (laughs) joke, a cold reading, because I was running around and didn't get to practice. So bear with me. (laughs) I'll do my best. This is Awakening. In an instant, I was transported back to that last living moment. I was consumed by horrible pain and a strange floating feeling. People were wrong. Death wasn't painless. It was peaceful. Trent was above me, above the water. The expression on his face was one I'd never forget. Anger and lust had driven him. I saw that now, a crime of passion. For a moment, I felt just as criminal. I wished I wasn't ethereal, that I could run at him pound him with my fist, knock some sense into him, kill him even. I couldn't. I was just a spirit. Would he get away with it? It didn't seem that likely, considering that there could be a witness. The possibility was squelched as Trent exited the pool and then carried my body away toward the side of the house. Had all of this been a planned event? How could he be sure he wouldn't get caught? Surely someone would notice. What if someone saw him as a relieving the party? And where was he taking me? Curiosity compelled me to follow him. I figured he'd probably dispose of my body somehow. When I came out from the other side of the house to the front, he was getting in a black jaguar. I assumed the body was in the trunk, so I followed him. When I got to the car, I tried to open the door, but it wouldn't work. My hand drifted through the metal in the door. I tried to think, to draw on the wealth of my experience. What was it about the afterlife and the lack of physical presence? How could I follow him when I couldn't command control over an object? How could I find out what became of me in this non-corporeal form? What if I was the only witness to my own death? Pop culture had taught us about ghosts, but how could one separate the truth from fiction? The information that existed, whether real or fake, was limited. Some people thought that in the afterlife, objects could be manipulated with powerful concentration. Maybe that didn't apply here. But if I could flash back to my death, then maybe I could transport to where my physical self was. If my body was in the trunk, maybe I could, in a sense, teleport myself there. Wasn't there always a connection between between one's soul and body? So, in that moment, as Trent was pulling out of the driveway, I concentrated on my body. After a few minutes, nothing happened. Groaning, I tried again, but harder this time, trying to picture myself in my body. Suddenly, everything was dark, like being dead once more. But I knew as I rose and my head came up against something that I was in Trent's trunk. I found that odd considering I wasn't solid anymore. Maybe that was it, or at least a large part of the picture. I had to believe I was real to have both the limits and freedoms of a human being, mind over matter. The car sounded like it was slowing. There was no longer the sound of a sports engine in the background. Perhaps he had not gone far. I didn't know much about the Pendleton's house, just that the housing addition was located near the Lock Raven Reservoir and Pine Ridge Golf Course. I didn't know if he would dispose of me there or just bury me. The same question remained, though. Would he get away with it? 
A few minutes after the car stopped, the trunk opened, and there he was. Trent picked my body up, hauling it over his shoulder, and walked toward the pier, down a pier. I followed him then, still somewhat separate from my body. When he reached the end of the pier, he set the corpse down and returned to the car. What I did know of the area was that, even with the appearance of a small lake, this must be part of the reservoir, at least the, an, an inlet. On the weekend, the access roads to the reservoir were kept closed for workers to finish projects, and then I remembered. It was a Tuesday. There wasn't a bridge, so this had to be an off-road not frequented by many people, but I had vaguely heard of it through the grapevine. Some couples used it for privacy. Jarrettsville Pike was a road that veered off Delaney Road, and it did happen to have a very small inlet. The water was deep, and I had heard of kids in high school that had gone skinny dipping there. I looked back at the car where Trent shuffled through the trunk for something. What What was he doing? What if someone drove by? Then it hit me. He would add a dead weight so that my body couldn't surface. What used to be my my stomach tightened with dread. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like the way you're reading. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did a great reading. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, it's nervous energy. That was great. I kept telling you, please don't. I kept wondering because it's first person. Please don't put her in a wood chipper. And also, what happens? What will she think if she, he puts the body in a wood chipper? And you know, how would she react? <laughs> oh, that's great! That I love fun. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, when when can we yeah. expect that to be available? Um, I actually plan. I I kind of did the cover in advance, so I'm thinking probably. Maybe in the fall or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds good. So I don't know. It just depends. Nice. <laughs> it depends how, because I always have so much going on. So, um, yeah. So I mean, I I'm kind of meticulous about editing, so it it could be a little bit. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Well, before I move on, uh, let me take a brief moment to remind the listeners that uh, this is Thorne and Cross Haunted Nights Live. We're your hosts, Alistair Cross and Tamara Thorne. You can learn more about what we do at our websites, AlistairCross.com and TamaraThorne.com. You can visit our mutual blog at ThorneandCross.wordpress.com. If you tweet, our handle is at ThorneCross, and we also have a Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook. For more information on this show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. If you're listening online, please click the follow button. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, LLC. And very briefly, I just want to tell the listeners that uh, my novel, my vampire novel, The Crimson Corset, is on sale in ebook for 99 cents now through April 11th. So if you don't have your copy, go and check it out. Um, all right, back to you, Marie. So when, how long ago, how long ago, uh, was Awakening, the stories in Awakening written? Um, well, it's been several years. Uh, like I said, it's from my backlist, but um, like I do plan to fully revise it. So um, nice. it's been, well, I, I did first published in 2012, I believe. Um, and then, you know, like I said, it's it's going to be uh, a little bit different, you know, by the time it's right. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really liked it though. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah. So now the second one you've got coming up is called Blood Instincts. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what that one's about? Yeah. Um, so uh, Blood Instincts is the sequel to Second Nature and the first time I was on your show I think we talked about Second Nature Yeah. and I believe Tamara read um, an excerpt from that one mm-hmm. I think so <laughs> and yeah. I remember um, Alistair talking about um, you know why <laughs> why do I have to make what? everything so sexy or something so <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, do that. oh boy <laughs> you yeah. do 
<laughs> yeah, he he goes into our books and puts all the sexy stuff back in that I leave out. You know, <laughs> he does the describing. You know, the sexy is it the puffy lips, not just the kiss. He describes the lips, and I'm sitting there. Oh God, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's from the talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got the heart of a romance writer. It's in a I bottle know. on his yeah. desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Blood of Beaks, like I said, is the sequel to Second Nature. Um, it takes place about 25 years later, so it actually ends up being a futuristic paranormal romance, um, urban fantasy. So um, it's a little bit different from uh, my usual, you know, um, modern type of setting, but mm-hmm. uh, it still has enough to, I think, for people to connect with it, you know, to relate to. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. in a way, I, I didn't try to alienate, you know, people in the way that you would if you're doing a highly futuristic thing. So, right. Um, right. I tried to make it, you know, <laughs> more <laughs> seem a little more modern with some some futuristic um, aspects now and then. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but for the most part, it's a paranormal romance. Um, there are vampires, there are shifters, shapeshifters, um, there are witches, there are pixies and the fairies. <laughs> I kind of went nice. all over the place, so. Nice. Um, yeah, so um, it kind of continues the story where the other one left off, but it also introduces um Two new characters. So, nice. So, would you, you, like, you, to, would you like? Yeah. Yeah. No, go yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we we are getting a big kick out of introducing a batch of new characters for our next Ravencrest book. We just started introducing it at the end of this one. And do, okay. do you get it? We're just loving the char- having new characters. Do you enjoy that too? The fresh blood. I do, yeah. Um, I kind of did that, I would say, intentionally with, um, and this is totally not paranormal related, but I did that intentionally with um, the second book of the Heiresses and Love series. That's a historical romance. Um, I introduced uh, some new characters in there. Um, and then, like, in the third book, you kind of get you get to see them, you know, in action. So, yeah, I, I would say I kind of like doing that. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. you know, I like having a host of characters, and even if they're in the background, you know, later on you can figure out, oh, well, I get to learn more about this person, you know, later. So, yeah, so, yeah I, I kind of enjoy yeah. doing that. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear a reading from Blood and mm-hmm. if you would like to give us one. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm currently editing this book, so um, it might be a little rough. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to make sure there weren't any obvious typos, but you know, and I'm a little nervous, so hopefully I don't stumble over my words. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here is Blood Instincts. Um, this is pretty early on in the story, so uh, you get a little glimpse of what's going on. All right, here it is. Okay. <laughs> From out of nowhere, a dark figure materialized at the end of the bed. For a moment, it grasped the iron railing with black claws. At least she thought they were claws. The shadow was tall, and through the darkness, she thought she could make out a pale gaze. Impossible. She shut her eyes tight, sure it was her imagination screwing with her head, or at least the remnants of a dream. When she opened them once more, the figure was gone, like it had never been. Her breaths whooshed out in a relieved half-laugh. Been hitting the vodka again, Maya? A masculine chuckle nearby made her body freeze. She gasped, scrambling back against the headboard. Scanning the room, she couldn't see the intruder. What? Who are you? What do you want? Duh, Maya, what else could a man want if he broke into her apartment? Money or use of her body, willing or unwilling. Then she saw him again. The dark figure was closer now, on her right side, as he stood beside the bed. 
She opened her mouth to scream, but was tackled across the mattress. Before her mind could track the motion, a hand clamped over her lips. He had moved so fast. Terror propelled her movements, and she bucked, trying to throw him off. Only it was impossible. Somehow he was too strong, and a corner of her mind informed her it wasn't just because he was a man. Shh, relax, darling. Don't scream. I won't harm you. Yeah, right, let me take your word on that one. I swear I won't hurt you, a low masculine tone echoed in her brain. Even in the darkness, his eyes seemed to burn into hers. I mean it, you know, I can't hurt you. Though panicked breaths made her chest rise and fall beneath him as he pinned her, she heard his grave vow. If I move my hand away, do you promise not to yell? Maybe, but I won't promise not to bite. Her teeth began to ache, and she dismissed it as the fact that his hand was fastened over her mouth. She managed a tight nod in reply. The intruder eased his hand off her face. With legs split open beneath him, she was aware of his hard weight upon her. His scent was unusual, like an orange and spices, and when he pressed into her, she shook her head. Somewhere inside, she began to tingle. In fact, her entire body was tingling like some kind of internal warning system. She knew no matter what happened tonight, she might not get out of this alive. I really won't hurt you, Maya Sullivan. I can't be sure of that, she rasped. Perhaps you'll murder me and no one will ever know. She saw the shadow as his head shook. I cannot harm you. You have my vow and the pain it causes me to even imagine it. His voice was deep, yet it had an achy pitch, which made her want to believe him. Stop it, she scolded herself. There was no way of knowing what he intended. Maya wet her lips, her suddenly dry lips. She keep him talking and don't piss him off. That was a smart thing to do. How do you know me? He shrugged and his mouth caressed her cheek. Had he been stalking her for a while? Her breaths, breaths sped up a combination of what he was doing to her, as well as the thought that he'd planned this for a reason. But when his lips brushed her throat and air whispered over her ear, she wanted to moan. His his tongue traced the soft depression beneath her ear, his lips traveling the curve of her neck. Her body warmed. Mouth agape, it was hard not to recognize that she wasn't repulsed. Far from it. Little by little, she realized her fight-or-flight response had turned into desire. He still held her immobile, though. She resisted, tried to kick out at him, but as he pressed into her again, a lump that shouldn't have been there was. Instead of incapacitating her wrists on the mattress, he held her hands in his. She clutched his in return and had no, no idea why she had such a response to him. She felt willing, urgent. "'You want me,' she stated." Why it had spilled out of her mouth, she had no idea. It wasn't like she had any intention of encouraging him. His laugh was full of self-derision. But that's not why I came. He used his teeth to scrape against her neck gently. Maya shuddered with a weird anticipation. Please, she whispered. Her entire body grew increasingly warm beneath his ministrations. What was happening? What on earth was she doing? She should be fighting back, or at least biding her time until she could locate a weapon. But the flashlight on her bedside table wouldn't hurt him either. Besides, it wasn't like she could reach it with him holding her down. Damn it. The man groaned when he inhaled hard, his face in her neck. The sensation made her skin tickle. Welcoming warmth moved through her body. As he began to nuzzle her, her eyes automatically closed, head tilting in response as if to supply him further access. Part of her, the sensible half, stiffened in horror. No. What was she thinking, letting him do God knew what to her? Please, she found herself saying once more. Please what? Please stop or would you like me to continue? Her brain seemed to stall out. I I don't know. He chuckled. It appears we're in the same strange mess. She couldn't manage a reply. He lifted his head to stare down at her. I'm going to ask you an important question, Maya. Can you answer me? She nodded, returned back to her talking plan. That was best, probably for both of them, if her reaction to him was any indication. If I can. 
Fair enough. Do you know what you are, Maya? Who you are? I don't understand. You know my full name. But what are you? A part of you somewhere inside knows you're different from everyone else. I can smell it on you. She frowned. As she gazed up at him, she felt she was on the precipice of understanding something monumental. But his words were foreign. They didn't make sense to her addled brain, especially when combined with the fact that she understood she wanted him closer, much closer, but she wasn't sure what he wanted from her. Hell, maybe the guy was crazy. Just the truth, Maya. I want the truth. You can trust me with it. I vow it now. On my honor, you can trust I won't tell another soul. There. That odd voice was in her mind once more, as well as a cool impression across her forehead. Why did it make her want to submit to him? She shook her head, fighting the sensation. Oh, God, maybe she was insane, too. Nice. Wow, I love it. So uh, yeah. I noticed that you're, you're you were, we'll talk about the sexiness uh, in a minute, but <laughs> 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 the, the, I noticed I noticed that you know like the first the first story is first person, this one's third. Um, do you have a preference? Yeah, I usually do third, but because um, because Awakening, at least the first story in Awakening, was about mm-hmm. a spirit and from her perspective. I figured first person was a little bit closer and would kind of convey the more of the dilemma that she was going through. Right. It really worked. It, it seriously it it worked well. Do you uh do you uh is is there is one of them more difficult than the other? I mean, like I I've done first and third and I I prefer I prefer <laughs> Third, third, because yeah, I prefer third. I I would say first person is a little. It's different. It's a lot different in some ways because it feels very intimate. You know, it feels. Yeah. It feels like I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's like (laughs) with third person, you can pan the camera back a little bit. You know. Right. But yeah. with that yeah. one, it's like you were right up there, you know. So right. I don't know. It's it's very different, I think, uh, approach, and um, yeah. I think that's why I do prefer third for the most part. Do you yeah. like to do it's a lot right. of point of view? Do I what? Like to do a lot of yeah, third person lets you do that. So. Uh, you mean like different characters' points of view? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I it depends on the story. Uh. Most of my stories, I'll stick to one or two points of view. Um, uh-huh. I've had probably the third the third book in my historical series um, was a little bit different. That one, <laughs> that one, I actually I took a cue from J.R. Ward and I did about twelve different characters' perspectives in that one. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of J.R. Ward. Is that yeah. what helps inspire some of the sexiness? Because I've read some of those J.R. Wood books, and, and <laughs> they are they are so okay. Okay, I'm going to say yeah, it. kind and, of erratic, right? Yeah. And don't send me hate mail, anybody, okay? Because this is not necessarily a bad thing, okay? But here's the thing about the J.R. Wood books: they are so bad, but you can't put them down. <laughs> yeah, they're very addictive. They are, yeah. and they're so bad. It's like seriously. <laughs> Yeah, you feel like you're like a sixteen-year-old reading something, and then you know, yeah. and your parents are in the other room or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like really, it's like really over the top, and and it's it's, yeah. it's crazy, but somehow somehow it's a lot of fun. And and once you start, you can't yeah. put it down. But uh, yeah. they have a lot of they have a lot of sexiness, and uh, yeah, I would sure. actually, I, what I've read of your stuff, I, I would actually uh, say that you are one of the uh, best sexy writers out there i mean that seriously yeah seriously yeah this wow. is very you know i mean it i mean yeah. it. um and, and i and, and that it blows my mind you know that you don't that, that, that you don't uh you're not you know a voracious reader because i wonder you know well how I do mean, you how my do you... room is covered in, in books but yeah <laughs> i mean i used to read more let's put it that way i used to read more but i'm slacking off a little Bit. Right. So, so, you, so, but it, I mean, it's like you don't have, you don't use. I don't know. The thing about like any kind of romance is, 
and I like it. It's fine. I actually, I don't mind romance. I know a lot of people would be surprised to, to know that, mm-hmm. but I, I don't mind romance at all. If it's a good story, I'll read it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but, oh, sure. but, but the thing about romance is, is you, you really do run into, um, I think it's probably the genre where you run into the most uh, cliches, you know, worn out phrases, worn out descriptions, things like yeah, that. And happens. even when I'm writing something with some romance in it, it's, it's, it's not easy to uh, come up with something fresh. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. And when I read the stuff that you write, it really is. And so I just, I think that's just your, I think this is just your thing. I think this is just what you were meant to do. You're just natural, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. Really. You're very natural at yeah, it. You, just, it doesn't, yeah, you, you know, flow really well. You do. And your stuff also has that, uh, uh, you know, ghostly, spooky element that I really like. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, I would say yeah. I I am um, inspired by J.R. work quite often, I guess. <laughs> yep, yep. I can, I, yeah, she's she's uh, she's uh, she's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, I, it's like, I would say know. I I go through these spurts where I'll just read like the whole series of however many books I have. I I think I'm all the way up to Blood Vow at this point. But it's Sorry. like I uh-huh. yeah, so I'll just read all of them in one fell swoop. And every once in a while I'll do that. I'll do that like maybe three times a year or something. Yeah. I'll just, you know, uh-huh. cause once <laughs> she comes out with one, I'm like, all right, now I've got to refresh my memory again. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been keeping up. I, uh, I I read a whole bunch of them all like back to back. I think I got up to, I can't remember the names because they're really similar. But, um, you know, it's like Lover this lover that whatever i can't right. remember but i think it's vicious lover. yeah vicious whatever yeah the, the character whose name is vicious oh you got, I got up to vicious him. really yeah okay. i got i read his yeah you and missed I, out you, you missed yeah, some, I think that's you the missed some that you would definitely like yeah yeah um, the I think last two, there. yeah um oh. there was one actually you would have enjoyed because um not blood vow because blood vow is actually part of um an offshoot of the series so it's like Black Dagger Legacy or something, but the Beast, um, the Beast was another one that that was about rage. So, and I know you like rage, so. Yeah, I do. I like rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was another one that was focused on him. So, um, yeah. Nice. So, what else uh, do you? Let's talk about. Uh, okay, let's do movies. What kind of movies do you like? Um, <laughs> uh, you'll think I'm kind of silly, but I've been watching, um, I've, I don't know, I, I watch a lot of movies, like, I can, I watch a lot of, like, I watch science fiction or romance or, um, I'm kind of picky about movies these days, I guess, it's, it's like, uh-huh. for, like, personally, to me, it seems like the quality's gone down a, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little pickier about my movies, but I did. What? The, what was the last one I watched? I watched on video. Um, I watched. Um, um, what was the sci-fi one? It was like. Uh, what was that? Um, it had Chris Pratt in it. You know what I mean? You know which one I'm talking oh, about? Oh, 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 and and the girl that was and, my um, daughter, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Katniss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My friend just told me the whole movie because I knew I wasn't going to rent it. That sounded really good. It was really pretty good, good actually. Yeah. Was so, it? I mean, a romance. I I um, watched. Yeah, there was, was some it called, drama. Was it called? Too. Was it called? Was it called? Was it Passenger? Passenger. No. Yeah. Is that yeah, what it's called? Oh. Okay. Is that it? I think I've I've only seen that. I've only yeah, seen the Passengers. It, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds pretty, pretty good. decent, actually. So, it was very romantic, nice. you know, lots of choices and things. Yeah. There's that some definite good. drama in there, too. Yeah. Drama, drama, I drama. Sorry I had her tell me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have a lot of drama in my stories. <laughs> I know. It's like you can't, you can't write. There's no story. There's no story if there isn't chaos. And there's no story if your characters always make the right choices. So you have to have drama. Yeah. yeah. I like to torture my characters, but yeah, you yeah. know, it's just me. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. 
<laughs> if I, if I had, when she asked me, do you want to hear the ending, I said yes. I was sorry I did because I would have liked that movie. That sounded really yeah, good. Yeah, I think you would have. It was interesting. Yeah. It had a lot of good yeah. special effects, but it had content as well, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, what movies do you watch over and over? Like, uh, I watch Sunset Boulevard and Star Trek. <laughs> what do you watch? And Blazing Saddles. I don't know. I mean, I like I like The Matrix. I, I like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, the one with, uh, <laughs> anyway, so, um, I don't know. I, I, I like a lot of them, but I guess recently I, I haven't been watching a bunch of them over again. It's just been, I've been watching the Hallmark <laughs> Channel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I'm I'm also kind of I'm obsessed with these like romantic mysteries right now. So, mm-hmm. I'm liking those. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you yeah. if you if there's like a it has it has a very mysterious element, but it has romance, you mm-hmm. know. So I like right. that. Yeah. But, you know, it's That's not overly old... romantic cheesy, but it's right. it's still got some mystery <laughs> yeah. going on. No, you somebody like... got killed or something. Mm-hmm. They've got to figure it out. So I like. I've been watching the old. Hitchcock movies that have a lot of romance uh-huh. in them. Do you like those? Yeah, that's, those are fun. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I watched those. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last one I watched? Maybe like The Bird? The, was it The Bird? Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember bird. that yeah. one. That's, that's I didn't crazy have a TV stuff. one night. <laughs> yeah. It'd be older movies that aren't as well known. I didn't have a TV, I didn't have TV access, so I'd watch them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's another that. one. That's another one that's like so bad, but you just have to watch it. It's like, and it's not. And again, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not insulting it at all. Yeah. I just remember when I finally saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is really yeah. old." <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. There's so. Hello. Uh oh. I think Hello? we lost her. Uh oh. Uh oh. She'll call back, right? She'll. She'll. She should uh-huh. call back. I'll keep an eye on the thing. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep yeah. an eye out for her. So uh, she, I think we got disconnected, but we'll uh, we'll we'll be here. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here. So let's so, talk about. Uh, yes, go ahead. What movies? Yeah. Movie. So what's what's your favorite old movie right now? Um, you know, I watched Gaslight uh, not too oh. long ago, oh, yeah. and I really liked that. Um, that's a really good one. Now, um, you, we were watching that pretty much at the same time. I was watching like the nineteen. 19- 40 version and you were watching the 44 version yeah i didn't even know there was but mm-hmm. uh on my on my uh uh on, on the dvd it's got both versions one on each side and so i saw the newer one and then i i, I still have not ever seen the, the oldest oldest one it was pretty good they suppressed yeah. it when the newer one came out bigger studio it's Isn't quite that interesting i don't know why they yeah. did that it must have been like was it just like a uh i don't understand why did they do that do you know um, I think it was because one producer was pissing on the other one, director. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's all. One studio, you know. It was a okay, here's, here's, but here's Marie. I think, think Marie's oh, yeah. Let's check it out. Let's see. Hello. Yeah, Hello. my power one. Oh, no there worries. You are. <laughs> no worries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we no, talked like, about oh, you no. while you were gone. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, we talked about we talked about old movies while you were gone. But hey, now that you're back, we were talking yeah, about yeah, scary things. I like and, and classic sometimes. Yeah, one of the yeah. things we wanted to talk I, I to you about to... though is. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say too. that um, there's a tradition that my fiance and I have, and we always watch uh, White Christmas around Christmas. Oh. Oh, nice. we do Zuzu's Petals. I can never remember the title. I don't know why. The, the Jimmy Stewart one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a Wonderful Life one. Oh, wonderful uh, Life, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, That's kind of a ghost story, too, really, in a way. It so, is. speaking of yeah. ghosts, we, uh, we, we, we wanted to ask you, you have some kind of, uh, you always have some good interesting That's little ghost story. stories. And <laughs> before the show, you said you had something that was new. So can we hear a it? Subtle story. Yes, a subtle um, little yeah, ghost story. Uh, I'm not sure when this happened. It did happen hmm, sometime this year. Um, yeah, I can't pinpoint exactly when it was. But so my fiancé was over 
we were making a meal and um sometimes you know I just we just throw things together you know without having a recipe you know so um we were making some kind of shrimp sauce and it was really I mean it was boiling so it was like really hot you know um yeah so you know you're we're stirring it and so we put the the spoon down okay and uh-huh. Um, we were talking about something, and all of a sudden we looked over, and both of us saw this at the same time, but the uh-huh. spoon actually dipped into the sauce, went up, and just splattered it at us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, you know, that was really hot, and I think it yeah. landed in his hair, and it landed on uh, my arm and um, or something, and, you know, of course... We got some burns, but it wasn't too bad. Ouch. And, um, yes, that was interesting. And I, yeah. I had to blame it on him, you know, because I'm like, you brought demons over to my house, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, this guy, he's like otherworldly or something. He, um, you know, he's like a medium or something. Mm-hmm. Like, these things just attach to him. So he sees things everywhere. You know, and wow. I, I think he brought something with him at that point. So. Sounds but, like <laughs> it. I see the ones at my house, they're tame. They don't try to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones I see, it's like one time I was at the kitchen sink and I was doing dishes or something, and I just saw something out of the corner of my eye just run past me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody was home, just me, right? So I was like, "That was weird." <laughs> yeah, my mom told me that she was. She lived in the same house for over thirty years, and she said she called me up and said, "I saw my own legs walk by." She didn't see anything above the legs, but she saw her own legs walk by in her pants. You know, <laughs> that was weird. Well, but I've heard other people say that. Yeah, she wasn't creeped out, and other people have told me the same thing. They see themselves if they've lived in a place for a long time, but. The the spoon thing. We lived, when we were newlyweds practically, we lived in a haunted house. Well, it was it had poltergeist activity. And I didn't tell my husband. And then one day we're eating lunch and a trash can that was full waiting to be taken out in the kitchen mm-hmm. lifted maybe two inches off the ground. We both saw it straight dead on, hovered, and then just dropped. And then we looked at each other. Did you see that? And that was, that was like the greatest thing that ever happened because I would have been way too close-minded otherwise if I hadn't. But... That's what that story reminded me of. Yeah, I, I'm pretty open-minded, but I don't want to be as open-minded as my fiance is. I, I don't want to be like <laughs> open. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. big, you know, I don't want to see see them. I just want to, you know, I know they're there, mm-hmm. okay, and I accept yeah. that. But I don't want to see everything like he does. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to see in my own house. Yeah. Yeah. He has seen some crazy things. I guess one time, like um, uh-huh. I guess one time, because his house has activity like crazy. Mine is uh-huh. occasional, but uh-huh. um, uh, one time uh, his mother was cooking uh, apples or something on the stove, and she walked back across the room. And um, all of a sudden, the pan of apples flew up towards her. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, across the room, right? And so, like, uh-huh. there's apples all over the floor now. But, you know, uh, that's crazy, right? I, it, he gets yeah, a lot of happens. those m- malicious type of spirits, you know? You know, like mm-hmm. ones that grab your ankles and hold on to you and won't let you go. That sort of oh, thing, so. that's creepy. You yeah, know, we've talked about moving, we've, make it so bad, but we've talked about doing like a we've talked about doing like a probably for like Halloween like a, a ghost story show. We need to get yeah. him on the show for that if we do that. Would oh, he do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. He might. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the two of you. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's got all kinds of stories. Yeah. yeah oh, that, that would be, be great. Fun. That would be fun. That could be one of our October shows, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like, yeah, that's good stuff. We do Halloween all month long. <laughs> we do. We really go heavy. Yeah. We, we, we double-fisted Halloween yeah. on, in October. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> it's our duty. It is. It is. <laughs> so, Marie, let's. Mm-hmm. What are you working on now? I mean, besides uh, the, the 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 two stories that you're editing, is there anything that you're actively writing right now? Uh. Not really. I, I mean, I kind of get focused on the one project, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to possibly launching. Uh, I, there's two things, so it's either I'll work on um, the last book of my magic series, which would be a romantic fantasy, mm-hmm. um, and that would be about a witch in modern times. Um, and then my other option I'm kind of thinking about uh, Starting a romantic comedy series I've never oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah <laughs> um, I have So the, the idea I have is like for six books It would be about um, Like this group of friends And they live in San Francisco And the first one would be a little bit different than I usually write. So um, I don't know if you've ever heard of BBW romance, or Mm-mm. that's no, like no. Um, like where the 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 uh, female is you know a little bit chubby and you know anyway. Oh. So it's nice. like big beautiful woman. And I think that's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, oh right, right, right. okay. Yes, I get it. I do. So, oh, yeah. Kyle talks about yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 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 The first one would be about her, and um, her name is Ginger. So, like, the name of the book is Chasing Ginger. <laughs> I like that. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about doing one of those, so maybe. I don't know. Oh, that would be I just kind of go where the muse takes me, you know? Have you ever the best been, way. Have you ever been lost for an idea? Have you ever been like, I don't know what to do next, or is that not a problem for you? I'm guessing it's not a problem for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of a funny question. Um, so, it, to be honest with you, I have about 119 works in progress. So, for me, wow. it's more a... It's more about choosing one out of, you know, the mess Right. Then <laughs> you know, being lost for ideas. So that's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're just about out of time, but before we let you go, um, can you tell our listeners where they can learn, where they can go to find out more about you, your work, what you do? Mhm. <laughs> yeah. So they can. Um, they can go to my website, marielavender.com. Um, I do have a newsletter. Uh, there should be a link on the right side of the page. I don't. I don't have. I don't. <laughs> it's a very long link, so <laughs> I have to shorten it. <laughs> I can't think of it offhand. But um, there is a, a newsletter that I do monthly. Um, I also have three blogs. Uh, which you guys know of. So I have Writing in the Modern Age, which is marielavender.blogspot.com. Um, I have uh, Marie Lavender's Books, which I affectionately term MLB. Um, and that one is marielavenderbooks.blogspot.com. And then I have a third blog, which is I Love Romance blog.wordpress.com. Um, and then on Facebook, I have, they can either find me Marie Lavender or, um, my official author page is facebook.com slash Marie Ann Lavender, that's A-N-N. Um, then I have Twitter, which is, um, my handle is at Marie Lavender One. Um... And you, I'm on, I'm also on Google Plus if if anybody you oh, know anybody wants to know you can find me on there too. So. All yeah. right, we're on there too, All but right. we always forget. I know, I know. I don't even know my Google. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, Google I feel like I'm in too many places at this point. So I know. Huh? It's like no Snapchat. <laughs> I can't keep track of everything. Yeah. 
I haven't even I haven't even looked at Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't do yeah. those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're out of time, but um, thank you for being on. And I wanted to tell you before we let you go, um, you know, uh, Berlin knew that you were being on, and she 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 told me she to make sure and tell you hi. So she says hi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, um, it's great having you. And, uh, of course, it as is. you know, you're welcome back anytime. And mm-hmm. thanks for being on. Yes, thank well, you. It, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about coming back in October with your boyfriend. Or your yeah, do, yeah, do. Ask him about it. Ask Take those stories out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. seriously. All right. And mm-hmm. so that's it. That's it. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, this is Thorning Cross, Haunted Nights Live. And until next week, we wish you haunted nights and sweet screams. Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross.